Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Move Forward Anyway podcast, featuring dream-accelerating inspiration. I'm Jeff Meyer, your host, author, entrepreneur, and coach. My goal with this podcast is to help you identify and clarify your own dream by taking wisdom from others' successes and challenges. If you're looking to take action on your dream, to make a difference doing something you love, but your fears are holding you back, then this podcast is for you. If you're interested in finding additional support, you can also check out my Dream Accelerator coaching program designed to help realize your full potential and reshape your future. As always, you can learn more about my Dream Accelerator program at jeffmeyer.org. Using my Dream Accelerating formula, heart-centered entrepreneurs can focus on their dream, name their fears, change their mindset, define their next, and move forward anyway. Welcome back, fellow dreamers, to another episode of the Move Forward Anyway podcast. I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to to share uh, another entrepreneurial story with you. I am so glad and grateful that Andrea has decided to join us today. Why don't you take a moment and just introduce yourself, Andrea, to our to our audience? Uh, so my name is Andrea. I am a massage therapist here in Madison. I've been licensed for almost two years now, and I've kind of just been around the area for about a year and a half now. I kind of moved between Madison and Illinois the past few years. Um, I'm a single mom as well, and I'm actually also in school currently full-time getting my master's in kinesiology, so. Wow, you're getting your master's too. So you're, yeah, <laughs> you are fully in on starting this new venture and continuing to learn. Yes, um, definitely. To improve and uh, add uh, more skills to your tool belt. So, okay, single mom as well. Tell me about the genesis of this idea of being a massage therapist. Where did this come from? Uh, when did you first think about it? You know, and how much time has been since you first thought about it and when you launched this new endeavor? Um, so I actually have been massaging probably since I was in second or third grade. Um, I grew up with chronic pain. I have a couple different conditions, including hypermobility and spondylolisthesis. So I just constantly was in pain as a kid, as well mm. as watching my mom go through it. So it was something, you know, you kind of learn to build up a tolerance to it, but it was, it was something that always kind of stuck with me. So then I always knew I would do massage on the side. I got really good at it growing up. I continuously was massaging my mom, friends, family. Everybody was like, you got to do this, you know? And so after I found out about my daughter, I kind of switched up my college route and went online for a few years and realized, you know, I'm just really not enjoying this. You know, as a going to school for to become a high school math teacher Mm. And I just was like, you know, I'm going to take a break. I'll go to massage school. I know I enjoy doing that. I'll be able to do it on the side while I go to school and figure out what I want to do. And while I was in school, I just fell in love with it more. I went to a really clinical based school that worked with a lot of chiropractors, physical therapists. Um, we learned a lot of sports massage. 
And I just learned how to take care of my body in a way to get rid of my pain and be able to actually do the things that my body's supposed to do. And it just, it really woke something up in me of like, so many people are dealing with this pain and they just don't even know how to handle it or what to do to get it to go away. And that became a really big goal of mine to educate my clients, teach them ways to make their body work the way that it's supposed to, and really do what it's supposed to do without that chronic pain lingering over your shoulder all the time. So have you, have you been able to uh, eliminate your chronic pain? I have actually, I learned a lot of really great techniques on how to get my body to work the way it's supposed to. So for the most part, I usually don't get any pain. I have a little bit that flares up here and there um, every now and then, but for the most part, I know how to take care of it now and triggers that to avoid that will strike up more pain. Um, a lot of people don't know it, but I'm actually fully plant-based because of the fact that meats, dairy, um, and for not for me, but for my daughter, actually eggs are something that causes a lot of inflammation throughout our body. Mm. And we just can't handle it without that chronic pain coming up and just feeling it for weeks on end. So we've actually, we've done a lot of things from our diet, our, you know, habits of going on walks, going to the gym, making sure we're exercising, stretching, watching how we sleep, really making those life changes to kind of get rid of that pain and make it to a point where it's not something I really even think about most of the time. Wow. So how old is your daughter? Um, so she is five. She'll be six in November, November 21st. So it's coming up here pretty quick, but Big happy yep. birthday celebration coming up. Yeah, she uh, was very excited. I took off the day, made sure I didn't have any appointments, and she's looking forward to just getting a day to go explore and be outside doing things that she enjoys. She loves being with me, so it's always fun when we get to have those days together where it's just us getting to go do stuff. That's awesome. Is she Has she struggled with the same issues that you did as a child? Um, so I haven't seen a lot of signs of it. I actually, um, started to notice that she would come home a lot and just mention pain. I don't know if it's necessarily that she knows what I do for work and she just wants to kind of do something with that, mm -hmm. but she's always been very in tune with her body. Usually when she does have pain, she'll come home. She's like, mom, something hurts like right here on my arm or this leg's really bothering me today. And so usually I will work on it, see what's going on. We actually, um, I set up a plan with Dr. Daytona too, to get her in there, start really incorporating, you know, chiropractic, massage, that diet aspect, all of it into her life now so mm -hmm. that she learns those habits now. And if that pain ever does come up, she learns how to be in tune with her body and really listen to what it's telling her that she needs. So you mentioned uh, Dr. Daytona. Um, there's a lot going on right now for you and yeah. Dr. Daytona. You're actually uh, partnering together in our community. Um, and uh, why don't you talk a little bit about how that started and uh, where you're at currently with that project? Because this is a big, big move for you guys together. Yeah. So we actually met through mutual friends, just through B and I, kind of. Um, 
the old chiropractor that was in the group actually used to work for Genesis. So I kind of heard about it and started looking into it a little bit more and met Dr. Daytona through it. Um, he's only about a year or two older than me. So we kind of having that same generation, having that background of something happening with family or with, you know, that kind of eye-opening moment of we really do want to make that impact and that change. Um, we just hit it off as really great friends, really great business colleagues. We started sending clients each other's way. We would talk whenever we were having, you know, problems or if a client was going to come see one of us, we would talk about it and work through it beforehand even of this is what I think is going on. And then it was right after one of us would see them, we'd be like, yep, this is what was going on. You know, they're coming to see you now. Like this might be a main area to focus on. And it started turning into something um, where a lot of people would be like, I love how you guys just work together. You communicate so well. And it's always been a goal of mine to have it where you can come in. You don't have to go all over town just to get the care mm. you need. So we were talking about it some more and he was kind of feeling in a rut and he was like, I want something new. And so we actually, we were just like, well, my lease is up in a few months. Why don't we start looking into some stuff? And before we knew it, we were signing a lease and we found a spot for us and it's just been going great. I mean, we both have very similar interests of we want to educate our clients. We really want to make that difference. We're not looking to get you guys in our office every day. We love seeing you, but our goal is to not have to see you because mm. you're doing amazing because you're able to take care of yourself and your body is healing itself on its own. And so that's just, I think it was the fact that we had such common interests and goals, especially with our professions that we just hit it off right away. And we I mean, we're a great pair. We work really great at educating our clients and doing things with the community, trying to touch on that mental health aspect as well. But we finally have everything in the works. The contractors are starting to get hired on for our build out. And hopefully by December 1st, we will be opening. So wow, that is such an exciting time. Uh, yeah. December 1st, right now it's October 11th when we're uh, doing this recording. Uh, having this conversation. So there's a lot of work to be done yet. I find it uh, fascinating in your story. I know a little bit about uh, Dr. Daytona's story as well, that I see this a lot in my Dream Accelerator program is that people's dreams a lot of times are sparked in moments of their own pain and their own struggle. Um, and you've already shared that um, with us here today. Um, but Talk to me specifically about the, the gap or the, the problem that you specifically solved. There's a lot of massage, massage therapists. Um, there's a lot of chiropractors. You guys have a unique, um, unique approach. Tell me what problem you guys are solving by um, building out this new building and partnering together in this new venture. So I think the biggest thing that we are both trying to work towards is just educating others and providing a comforting space for everything that you need. We both are very big, like I mentioned on mental health and that whole aspect. We both suffer with depression, anxiety. Mm -hmm. We see our clients suffer with it all the time. You know, a lot of those 
just hyper fixating on things and you just can't get Mm -hmm. out of your own head trying to get past some of those demons. And we both really strive to try and be there as much as we can. So some of the biggest issues is kind of standing out, showing that you're unique. Um, With our office, you know, we have, we both have dogs. We saw, you see Toto back there. Hey, Toto. Um, Yeah. And both of the dogs will be in the office as emotional support dogs. There are Mm -hmm. emotional support dogs and they just bring a whole new light into that office of you walk in there upset and you're like, oh my goodness, there's this adorable dog here. We also, we had a little spot in our office where we were like, what are we going to do with this space? There's two poles here. Like this won't be able to be a massage room. So we're actually creating a Zen room or a little area where you can come in, you can go in there, close the door. It's very peaceful, relaxing. It's a little bit darker. So you can relax before or after a session, you know, kind of wake up after a massage or wind down beforehand and just get some of that less stimulation to the brain. It's so easy to get overstimulated and have those issues. And so really just bringing all that unique kind of out of the box thinking as well as our genuine care behind it and for our clients is really kind of our answer to the biggest problem of trying to stand out and make sure that it's not just another chiropractor or another massage therapist that's going to be like, yeah, you need to come and see me every week or every other week and do this and not see any of those results. We're both here to actually make that difference. We are happy to talk about things and share our knowledge and really make an impact on your guys's lives. Sounds like a real holistic approach and not just manipulating uh, the spine or, or manipulating muscles and tendons with massage, but there's a, there's a very holistic approach. There's a physical aspect, but there's also the emotional, um, spiritual and relational component to what you guys are doing. Yeah. It's a very vulnerable thing. I'm, I notice it all the time, especially with massage, you're getting on a table and you're at a very vulnerable state. You know, you're in this room. Sometimes you don't know this person. It's your first time coming in and you're really putting a lot of faith and trust into them. And that's something that him and I both, we would never, ever want to break that trust. We would never want to make somebody feel uncomfortable. And so it's always something that, you know, we want you to come in and feel like no matter what's going on out there, this is a place where you're welcome. This is a place where you will never get judgment. You will Mm. never get this hate or distrust or anything. You can trust us and we're here to help you in any way we possibly can. Wow. That's awesome. It's great how uh, you've come together and realized this dream together. And um, the future is really exciting. I'd like to go back a little bit though, if I could. Um, so you went to school, you were going to school to be a, a math teacher, secondary education. Yes. So so high school so, math. Yep. High and, school math. And something wasn't working. It wasn't jiving completely right. So there's this, there's this, you're grinding, you're going to school for this. You've invested some dollars, obviously, in this. Yeah. Sometimes it's really hard to say, you know what? I got to stop this and go do this because I'm really called to do this work. And some people just stay in that grind for years and years because they feel some sort of obligation or guilt to do it because someone's invested in their education or you can't make money as a a massage therapist. You can't make money as a whatever. 
Uh, yeah. And so people just settle, settle for what other people expect of them. Why, how do, how are you able to pull the trigger and go after this massage therapist thing? I mean, there had to be fears. There had to be some reservations about making that shift. Talk to me about the reservations and then talk to me about what were the catalysts to help you move forward and take that risk? So for me personally, that actually wasn't very hard for me. I think my biggest risk was when I actually opened my business, um, which we can also talk about that one. But for me, for me, the leaving school wasn't as big of a challenge for me. I've grown up in a family where, you know, my family is very entrepreneurs. We're full of people that have big ideas and we are willing to work for those but we also won't settle for less. We, Mm. we know what we want. We know what we enjoy. And if we're not happy in it, we're going to keep bouncing around until we find what we enjoy. I watched Mm. my dad be a plumber his whole life, but he also did a bunch of stuff on the side. He was a ski instructor. He worked at as a lift operator. He was a firefighter, you Mm. know, EMT. He did a bunch of different things. And although he still had those stable income of a plumber and things like that, he still was like, this isn't necessarily all I want to do with life. You know, he would go out and be like, well, let's go try this. This seems pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was always something where it was like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to look back on life and be like, I didn't try it. I want to mm-hmm. at least try it once. And that's kind of how a lot of my siblings and I are a lot of us kind of bounced around from job to job or major to major until we found what we truly enjoyed doing. And now all of us can happily say we actually really enjoy what we do for a living or how our life looks. We look back and we're like, we're actually genuinely happy in what we're doing. Um, My biggest fear, like I mentioned, uh, was opening my business. I will say that was that was a scary moment for me. I, um, Mm -hmm. not long beforehand, I had been in a long-term relationship with my daughter's dad and he was amazing, but we just weren't, we weren't there anymore. You know, it was time to say goodbye to the relationship. And that was something that I really held on to for a while. Mm. And I actually, I had a family member who was taken from us very suddenly in a horrific way. And it really opened up a lot of our eyes. You know, it, it opened my eyes to the fact that tomorrow's never going to be promised. Mm. You know, I, at that point I was kind of just done wasting my time, done wasting my time with friendships that seemed fake where, you know, I couldn't be open. I couldn't be myself. I had to put on this mask for them. I was done being in a relationship where it was starting to affect our daughter or we just, it wasn't clicking anymore. And we both knew that we never wanted that to impact her relationship or her view. And Mm -hmm. so we ended things there where we could still be friends and have that great relationship. Even now where we can talk and stuff like that, be in the same room and there's never any tension. Mm -hmm. And when it came to opening my business, I remember I had gone to my old boss and I was like, Hey, like you kind of misled me when you hired me on, you said I was going to be all booked up and whatever. Now I'm barely making ends meet. I need a raise. And my answer back was basically just, this is the best you're going to get. 
you know, anywhere else you're going to have to pay all this money in rent or you're going to have to buy your own supplies. And I was thinking about it. And I even told her in that moment, I said, well, I have a table at home already. I have sheets because I bought them while I was in school to practice. And not even three days later, I signed my lease for my space that I have now. And I wouldn't look back and I wouldn't change what I did. And I think there was just so much going on. I didn't even think about the fear until afterwards. <laughs> but I also know that it's something where, like I said, my family has just always bounced around to what they want to do. And I knew if I ever did get stuck, I had somebody that would help me out. I have all of my family they might not be able to necessarily be like, yeah, here's a couple of hundred dollars to figure it out, but they would definitely do anything that they could to help. And I really do. I got really lucky in that aspect of just knowing that even if I was stuck, everybody would help me and really come forward and we would make it work and figure it out. So you had a, in a very supportive family, um, yes. both with the shift from secondary education to starting your, your own business. And you made a quick, you made a quick decision. You, you ripped the bandaid off and you said, I'm not going to settle for an unfilled schedule. Um, providing probably in that setting, probably providing income for the other person's dream. You, you wanted to do this for yourself and uh, you went for it. And I guess you probably went for it before you knew everything you needed to do to grow a business. Yeah, I went into it not having a single clue what to do. I had been running the business of my last job, the one that I was at. And so I kind of knew how to check people out. I knew what to do in that aspect, but I had no idea on how to like keep track of what I was making and <laughs> how am I going to pay myself? What, it, you know? what do I need to register this business? Everything else. Thankfully, the place I did sign on was very helpful in that aspect, but it was a scary month getting everything going and trying to, I, there were a lot of times where I was just like, what did I just do? Did I just mess something up? But then I would just reassure myself, okay, I calculated it out. I just have to do this many massages and the rent's at least paid for. And honestly, I wasn't even expecting to pay myself from it for a while because of the fact that I was going to put the business first and make sure that this didn't fail. Mm. I was willing to take the pay cut on my side and just work a little extra to make it work. And I think that's, that was the biggest thing that really got me going and really made sure that it was successful because I was willing to risk everything to get it going. Mm. So what have you learned? Um, what are some of the key things you've learned in your two years? of launching this and now um, merging, uh, partnering, not merging, that's not the right word, but partnering with Dr. Daytona. What are some of the key lessons that you would, if I had you teach entrepreneurs right now who are thinking about, man, I want to go for it too, but I just am a little hesitant. Um, what were, what would some of the lessons be that you would teach them? Um, so my biggest one would definitely be that it's not, it's not easy. It's not always 
it's not always up, up, up. It's not those big days where you're like, yeah, this is going awesome. There are a lot of days where you're just like, oh my goodness, what is going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> there are so many of them. It's a very scary thing to do. And it really does take a lot of that just self-motivation of you've got this, you've got this, it's going to get better. You're planting the seeds now and it's mm. going to grow, but you have to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone. You cannot grow unless you are outside of that comfort zone. Mm. I have not met a single person who has had any sort of growth unless they do something that really challenges themselves. Even if it's something small of mm -hmm. just starting to put money away for your own space, whether it's something small of, well, I'm going to do this training because it's something I can do on my own. Um, you can take those small baby steps and still get to the same outcome. It's just taking it at your level and knowing that you really do need to dedicate your time to it. You will not have somebody calling you when you don't show up to work. You will not have somebody who mm. is making sure that things are running smoothly and that that money is coming in. It is all up to you. And you need to make sure that when you are having those bad days, you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. It's going to get better. We just have to keep planting these seeds, keep working at it, and it will improve. Mm. And it seems that everything else just kind of falls into place too in that. A big thing when I started out was confidence. I felt so just no confidence at all in anything mm. in my what I was doing in my business and even asking for them to pay at the end, I felt so uncomfortable. And now I look back and it's, it's something that you really grow into. You have to surround yourself with those people that are going to build you up, are going to give you help and advice on business and anything. And knowing that those people aren't trying to be mean, they're just trying to give you some of that harsh knowledge that you need to grow. Yeah. Man, you've had the support, family, and others. I know we're both part of our local BNI chapter. Those of you who don't know, BNI is um, Business Networking International, and uh, I've just recently joined. And I just love the encouragement in that room, the encouragement to go for it, the encouragement uh, by getting referrals. Uh, it's a great way to grow your business if you're just starting out. Uh, check out BNI in your local chapter, maybe there's an open spot for you. Um, I'd certainly encourage that. I mean, that's been a part of your two years here, hasn't it? You've got a lot of referrals through your BNI fellowship. Yeah. So I actually am just coming up on a year now of being in business and I joined BNI about a few months after I started. So back in February, actually of this year. Um, and I can't even tell you how much knowledge I've gained from this group, how many referrals, relationships even that I have built from this group. I mm. mean, even just talking with some of the other members who have successful businesses and they are always happy to share some of that knowledge of, yeah. you know, anything with it and having that help, making sure that the new business is set up the right way, making sure that everything is in order with that, making sure you know, even finding our space and the build out was from somebody in BNI. So those those relationships, those networks, those um, meetings that you 
make and build, that really does make such a huge impact and you don't even realize it until you look back and really get to see it in motion. So, I mean, it's on you. You're the business owner, right? It's on you. You got to go to work and you got to make it grow and you got to work not only in your business, but on your business. But we never do this alone. Um, um, there's always other people that can support us in our journey. Find those interested, not just interesting people to support us who will believe in us and um, allow us to have our voice and allow us to have our decisions, but also speak in a, an encouraging way to help us keep moving forward. So I'm so grateful you have that. Um, that's some great advice and encouragement for those who are listening. Um, I think I heard you say, take those small steps and go at your pace. I mean, you don't necessarily have to go all in from day one to day three and open your new space and sign the lease like you did. Uh, some want to do it uh, as a side hustle and that's your pace, right? So you can do it that way too. Uh, but sometimes you do have to just jump in because you'll just be distracted if you don't um, with the other thing. Um, so what in those moments when you were fearful, when you were reflecting back, maybe, maybe you weren't even thinking about it in the moment because you were just, you were just focused and you were driven to go. But later you goes, oh man, I really was afraid. Um, there were some scary moments there. How did you get through those scary moments? How did you move forward anyway, even when it was, you were walking into a very uncertain future. And that's the key for all of us when we start something new, isn't it? That it's uncertain. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're also not guaranteed to succeed at this venture. So how did you move forward anyway, in um, spite of those reservations? So I had two huge motivators that kind of really just Anytime things got hard, even now, anytime things get hard, where I'm anxious, where I'm fearful, where I'm worried about something, especially something with the future. Um, my daughter is one of my biggest ones, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to make sure that everything is set up the best that I can for her. The thought of being gone one day, and it's um, it's an unfortunate thought, but it is a reality. You know, she won't always have me here to help her with everything. And so I want to make sure that when that day does come, I'm giving her everything I can. I'm giving her that head start, that step forward where she can say, I'm not going to get stuck in my fear. I will take that step and know that there is something here to back me up in case I do get stuck, in case something does happen. Um, so that was my biggest motivator. She, and she's always so encouraging. If you ever meet her, she, I mean, she's great. She just looks at me even and will be like, show me that smile. Oh, so man. She's great. But the other one, I might get a little choked up. Um, my other one is my cousin Dawn. So this is the family member that I lost really suddenly. Hmm. And it just, it's something that even to this day, I'm still working on fully accepting and recovering from. And a lot of my family is still struggling with it because of how sudden and tragic it was. But it just, it's something that constantly reminds me that something could happen tomorrow and I'll be gone. 
So I'm not going to sit here and worry about, okay, so what's going on next week? What's going on in three months? What's going on in a year? When, if I'm going to sit here and just keep fixating on the future and what's coming next, it's not going to get me anywhere today. I only have right now. I only have this moment right now. The future is always going to be the future. I will see it as it comes and handle the issues that come up as it does. So whenever that fear is creeping in, that anxiety, that worry of, you know, what am I doing? What is going on here? The biggest thing that I always just try to remember is, you know, I try to always just think about how she would be one of those people that would encourage me to do those things. Mm. When I had fear, when I had struggles, even growing up, trying to read a book, learning new words, she was always there to help me learn them. She was always there to answer those questions. If a button fell off of my shirt, she would know how to sew it back on. She would teach me how, and just remembering that you might seem like, you know, everything, but you really don't. And all of us are struggling with some kind of fear, but you just have to keep trying and keep pushing because if you just let that fear win, you're going to regret it. And you're going to sit there and have that regret in your stomach or the back of your mind all the time. And I personally would rather just, I would rather keep moving and realize, okay, that doesn't work and try and correct it. than have it sit in my head of, well, I just didn't even try. Mm-hmm. And so that Dawn was really my biggest motivator in all of it. And just remembering everything that she did for me and for my family and just kind of continuing to move forward and knowing that she's looking down on me and hopefully is proud mm-hmm. of me as well. Yeah. You're carrying on her legacy of helping others and helping others grow. Uh, and in so doing, you're honoring her. And you're also providing for your daughter uh, and not just providing for her, but showing her how to live and showing her how to take her next steps towards her dream. And uh, those are great motivators. We talk about in the Dream Accelerator all the time. What's your why and who's your who? You know, your who is your daughter. Your your why is your cousin. And you're also your who is um, all those people that you serve, that you help. Um, break out of whatever they're, whatever they're, whatever they're causing them to be tense and, and locked up with your massage therapy. And um, you're doing it, you're doing it with uh, Daytona. I love hearing your stories about your Thursday night gatherings. I still want to join in on some of that. Like you're teaching people how to cook healthy and you're taking walks when it's not 10 degrees out and the snow's yeah. flying right? you're taking walks yes, exactly talking about life and and mental uh well-being and i love your holistic approach and i love the way that you honor those around you by what you're doing and those are just tremendous motivators that keep you going you just can't quit when you got dawn and your daughter in your mind you just you you got to keep moving got to keep moving forward yeah um so I want to give you a chance, uh, the penultimate last word here. So I've got two questions left. The first is this. One thing right now you want to share with my audience, for people who are sitting there in that, oh, I'd like to try this, but I don't know if it'll work. They're in that headspace. 
what are you going to say to him? My biggest thing that I always love to just kind of refer to in this moment, and I actually just recently saw a better way of even putting it, is when you say, I just don't have the time. That's everybody's classic excuse. You just don't have the time. So let's rephrase it and ask yourself, is it a priority? Mm. Maybe where on my priority list does this fall? Is Mm. it a priority? And when you answer that question, how does that answer make you feel? And if it's making you feel negatively, then how can we make it a positive thing? What is that little baby step? Even if it's just Googling something Mm. into this, what is that tiny baby step that we can just make to kind of get things rolling and make it into a positive thing for you? Mm, I love that. So the second, the last thing I'd like to ask is how can people get a hold of you to find out more maybe about entrepreneurship or maybe they need a massage? And by the way, I've had a couple amazing. I would highly recommend Andrea. So um, how can people get a hold of you? What's the best way? Um, So right now we do have a website. It will be changing uh, December 1st with the new name. Um, So my biggest way I would say is to just make sure you're going onto our email. If you want to get a hold of us specifically, you can shoot us an email to westtherapeuticmc at gmail.com. Otherwise, if you go in the next few weeks to our website, we will try to make it where it does reroute to the new Mm -hmm. website, but you can go into there and put your email in and you'll be automatically into our system. So you'll get any updates on health and wellness, coaching, massage, chiropractic. If we hold lives, walk and talks, anything, even if you're not in the Madison area, you can still be involved. Yeah. That's what's so cool about those that we give out. Yeah. Um, but that's just westtherapeuticmassage.com. So awesome. I would recommend looking into those and that email won't change. So if you guys can't find the website, if it changes, anything like that, you want to ask me or Dr. Daytona any questions, even about your own health, wellness, physical wellness, anything like that, feel free mm-hmm. to shoot us an email and we can get back to you as soon as we can. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate your time today. Thank you for taking time out of your free day to yeah. meet with me and to talk with me. Um, it was a pleasure. And uh, thank you for the insights and the blessing of talking with you today. I learned a lot myself and um, wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. thank you. Hey, fellow dreamer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Head over to my website, jeffmeyer.org, for all of the show notes and links. And when you're ready to move from overthinking about your dream to actually taking action on it, consider joining the Dream Accelerator community. Our clients are getting crystal clear on their dream with our Dream Generator Vivid Description 5-step process. They're discovering the truth about fear and how to use it as fuel to take courageous steps in the right direction. And most importantly, they are walking a clear path forward because they have made an investment in themselves to confidently realize their dreams. The results are so inspiring. Having coaching and companions on the dream journey is crucial. Remember, fear will come, fear will stay. 
move forward anyway.